Coop's house. All right, it is Halloween, and we are talking about can you own the colors that someone else wears? I Apparently, I... Really? You are Locked On Cougs, your daily podcast on the Houston Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Cougs, the daily podcast about your Houston Cougars. I'm your host, Houston-born teacher and coach, Parker Andrews here to break down all things Cougs. If you're a U of H fan or just a hater who can't stop by, and I'm thinking today there might be a few of you, please be sure to subscribe, and we'd love to get you the latest on the Cougs in your news feed each and every day. We appreciate you making Locked on Cougs your first listen of the day. If you found us on YouTube, welcome back to the YouTube channel. It's so good to see you again. Remember, hit subscribe. We're doing a giveaway every 200 feet subscribers. The next one is 1750. Uh, we're at this, I guess, the mid 1660s at this point. We're working our way up slowly to the 1600s. Hit subscribe. Help us get there. Like, comment, video, listen on the contest. If you're kind of spent on uniform talk, you feel like you got nothing else to add to it, you don't know what to say in the comments down below, tell us, as is Halloween, are you a fan of chocolate candy? Like sweet, sugary candy, uh, like sour candy. What type of types of candies are you mostly a fan of? Everyone's got a sweet tooth to some degree, I think. I don't know. Uh, all right. So today we're going to talk all about uniforms because of the latest news out of uh, Just Duarte's Houston Chronicle article. First, we're going to talk about what happened. Second, talk about the concept of owning team colors. And third, we're going to talk about are these uniforms, those Love You Kook uniforms, the blue ones, worth fighting for is everything on the show has got a little extra blue in it today um first we gotta go all the way back we're doing a little bit of houston oilers history with this because on monday the tennessee titans issued a cease and desist letter to the university of houston now how do we get there you gotta go all the way back to the formation of the afl uh lamar hunt creates the dallas texans and the afl would become the kansas city chiefs as a way to you know move on and own his own team because the NFL told him not he couldn't. Uh, Bud Adams is his buddy in Houston who creates the Houston Oilers to join that league. Um, they were successful in their earliest days. They won a couple of AFL championships in like 60 and 61, if my memory serves me correctly. Um, and from 60 to 64, they actually had to practice at uh, practice and play, I should say, at the University of Houston. That was the biggest football stadium in town. Uh, from 65 to 67, they went to Rice uh, for the same kind of concept before ultimately op opening uh, in the Astrodome in 68. I want to point out that they, again, did play at the University of Houston from 1960 to 1964 at Jepson Stadium. That becomes important later. After they uh, merged the NFL in the 70, in 1970, guys like Earl Campbell, Warren Moon, come through and have their own level of success. Um, but across the globe here, when that franchise was started, across the, anyway, when that franchise was started, they chose the colors red, white, and a Columbia light blue. Now, that Columbia light blue was intentional. It's the color of the Houston flag, the color of the Houston police guards. It's a color easily identifiable with Houston. But frankly, it's not a color that has anything to do with oil or oilers. If it were about being tied to that, you'd have picked you know, colors like black and white or a steel gray or something dark and murky like things that have to do with like an oil field would not be red white and blue frankly um this was clearly about being tied to houston the houston oilers had very much a tie to houston and were a part of the houston culture um but adams 
has some success with the Houston Oilers in the late 80s um, and, frankly, threatens to move them to Jacksonville in 1989. Uh, City responds by giving him renovations to the Astrodome, um, paid with increased tax revenue on a, the whole city, but also be especially put onto the shoulders of the hospitality industry in town. Um, and then by the mid-90s, that's not enough for Bud Adams. He decides he needs more renovations to the stadium. The stadium was old at that point. Like I don't mean to say it wasn't old at that point, but he needs more, and he needs more Houston tax dollars for it. And the city stands pat and says, no, we're not building more stadiums, new stadiums, et cetera. I think with some educated conjecture, it feels like Bud Adams probably almost wanted to own his own stadium. That's just conjecture. I don't have any confirmation of that, but it just kind of feels that way in reading these back and forth 30 years later. Um, he ends up ultimately finding Nashville kind of in some secret backwater talks to openly say they're going to build a stadium. Uh, once that's announced, Houston rejects the Oilers. They don't go to games. The like final game had less than 15,000 people in the stands or something like that. They ultimately decided to move the team early because the reception was so bad in Houston and move the Houston Oilers to Tennessee. The stadium was not finished yet in Nashville. They had to actually play in Memphis for a hot second, which led to basically playing two years of solid road games as the Tennessee Oilers would play in Memphis. I say the Tennessee Oilers would play in Memphis because then two years later, once the stadium was finished in Nashville and they moved to Nashville, Tennessee, the Tennessee Oilers would uh, turn into the Tennessee Titans playing in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, they had some success early. They got to a Super Bowl and lost by like barely any yardage at the end there, right? Um, but Adams always claimed that the switch in team names was a fan request, uh, something authentic or, or tied to Tennessee. I, I said a little alliteration. I'm not sure what ties to Tennessee besides the Titan name. Um, they filed for and got to keep the history tied to the Oilers. That was a legal thing that happened. Uh, and Paul Tagliabue did retire the uh, Oiler name, uh, NFL commissioner back then. Um, all that is to say that the Tennessee Oilers of Memphis ultimately were the last time anyone saw the Oilers in the football field. They, the Nashville Tennessee Titans have worn the occasional um, somewhat offish looking t- uh, Oiler throwback. This past summer, they announced they're going to wear a much more authentic looking one uh, with red and white, stri- uh, red, white, and blue stripes and an Earl Campbell vintage looking uniform. Warren, Warren Moon looking vintage uniform. The kind of thing that we remember NFL highlights of when the Oilers were really playing in it, you know, when the NFL was booming, right? Um, fast forward to from the summertime, I should have said fast forward for that. Fast forward from the summertime to this. Uh, College football season, college football opens a week before the NFL does. The first weekend of college football, really, if you count weeks here, the first two weekends of college football, there are no NFL games on television. And so you have, like, all eyes on college football. And we did a whole episode about it, but, like, two days before the game happens, um, uh, Chris Pesman, Houston AD, shows off these blue Houston-themed uniforms to the Cougs. And then on Friday before the game, they post pictures of social media and the thing goes wild. It's a viral sensation. They end up winning the first game of the season against UTSA and what was frankly a Vegas upset. Uh, Vegas had Houston as a dog in that game. Um, all kinds of fun things happen and the uniforms are a colossal hit. I mean, national media outlets talking about how the Houston Cougar uniforms, you know, they look good, play good kind of stuff. I wouldn't say they played perfect, but look good, play good kind of stuff. Um, 
it puts Houston on the map in a lot of ways. It starts a very exciting season for the Houston Cougars in a very exciting way. Now, as the Tennessee Titans wore their Oiler throwbacks on Sunday, uh, they didn't get quite the same reception. They were, frankly, a lot of national media people um, saying that, uh, like in their own TV shows or talk shows, whatever, not like throwing big fits. I was saying, you know, those are Houston's things. Why is Tennessee doing that thing? Um, they did it second because Houston opened their season with it before the NFL season even gotten started. Um, and frankly, as cool as they looked and as sleek as they looked, they, I mean, they looked good. I don't mean to say they didn't. Um, the reception, I don't think, was what the Titans wanted. So Monday morning, as Joseph Duarte puts it, uh, the Titans in the NFL, again, the Titans work with the NFL lawyers and these kinds of things. So, of course, it comes from both. Send a cease and desist to University of Houston, asking them to not so politely cut off all light blue things, uh, taking all of those colors out of marketing and things like that. And some different tweets and social media posts were taken down. Uh, they threatened to take uh, legal action for any merchandise sold or any money made. Uh, to this point, Houston has not officially sold any light blue Love You Cougs type of memorabilia or merch. Um, feels like that was because there was some of this impending. Uh, we heard, uh, I'll get to more than that in a second. In the second segment, we'll talk about if you can own team colors or not. But uh, in the Duarte piece, he meant, of course, Pesman mentions that, like, that was certainly a factor in having not gotten any of it done yet. There's a lot of loopholes to get through on that. Um, and it leads us to this question that I want to answer in the second segment. Um, can you own team colors? Is it physically possible to own team colors or a color like light blue? Um, but let's talk about something you can own. I know that definitively you can own tickets to your favorite sporting event or any other kind of thing happening around the H with game time. Now the, the Titans may think that they own Houston history, but you can have access to all these different events all over the actual city of Houston, not some other city in some other state down the road um, through the game time app, because the game time app lets you see where you're sitting, get you cheap seats, get you last minute tickets, wherever you're trying to go. Um, you can see the view from your seat before you buy it. So exactly what to expect when you arrive, you don't have to worry about buying tickets to the event because game time is fast and easy for all things in sports, music, comedy, theater, etc. They have killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best prices guaranteed. Uh, game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Again, you can go to comedy, theater, baseball, basketball, football, whatever you want to do. And with zone deals, you can pick the section you want to sit in, and game. Game time picks the seats and you get an average of 18% savings. Download the Game Time app, create an account, you use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account, name code Locked On College, L O C K E D O N C O L L E G E for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, so I mentioned I want to talk about like, could you own colors? Is that realistically a thing that a sports franchise can do, right? Like, can the Steelers own black and yellow? This, you know, this, this, the Pirates own, you know, also wear the same colors across town. Can the Steelers own black and yellow? I mean, the Iowa Hawkeyes have like the same exact uniform. Can the Steelers own black and yellow? Right? Like, can a team physically own colors? Um, apparently, in this cease and desist letter, um, the Tennessee Titans and Stacey, uh, her, or not, not what's, what's, what's her name? Anyway, the Adams daughter that owns the, the franchise currently, his name escaped me because I'm going this one take at the moment. Um, she thinks she can. And the argument they're presenting in legal senses, and I did 
check with a couple people on this. I don't, I'm not a lawyer, but I know some, um, argued that this is about confusion, right? The idea would be that theoretically the Houston Cougar light blue Jersey is so, so similar, even though it mentioned in the Duarte article, they did not pick the exact same shade of blue and the exact same shade of red or whatever. They wrote Houston across the chest because the Oilers uniform did not. They used their own logos on the helmets, etc. right? But the argument that would be made in a legal sense would be confusion, that you're somewhat intentionally trying to confuse uh, people to think that you're presenting the same product or brand or that a person buying it could reasonably con- be confused as to what product they're buying. Um, and I, I understand that from a legal standpoint, that probably is the case. Um, but I have to feel like, you know, to some degree, this is really more about the Tennessee Titans trying to act like they're a much older franchise than they are and trying to hold on to history. That's frankly not theirs. It, did they, you know, legally obtain it and fight to keep it? Sure. Does that mean any of us tie the two together? No. Like, I, I don't think that that's horribly uh, dishonest of me to go about either. Like people don't connect the franchises in a way, frankly, because of how ugly the separation was with the city of Houston. Right. Um, now owning a set of colors is interesting because it's something that I think, um, again, Houston intentionally did not pick the exact same pigment of blue, or the exact same shade of red. They kind of made sure that they were a little bit off. Um, because they knew that they want to have the uniform with a similar look. They want the stripe on the sleeve, the stripe on the helmet, white helmets, etc. Um, but they pick colors that were a little bit off, somewhat intentionally per Pesman in the article. Um, I have to say also that um, I kind of first caught wind of this uh, potentially a reason they weren't selling stuff. And I told a few people, but I didn't um, back in you know when this first happened. Um, if you remember Chris Gardner, who does great reporting on all things Houston basketball, and also talks some UH on uh, U of H on the uh, Houston Roundball Review, he was commenting. He had just so happened to have Houston marketing people on his show, like right after the uniforms dropped, right? And he asked him, he's like, "So when's the merch come out?" And the guy was like, "We're working on it." And a lot of people heard that and said you mean you don't have t-shirts ready right away how could you not and frankly initially before doing a little digging i myself i think i said something to that effect right um and then it, talking to a few people including back channels of folks like you know that folks that talk to folks right um very quickly became apparent that it wasn't about printing the shirts or the jerseys that for a school like houston or people with the nike deal that's not horribly difficult to do The difficulty was the legal hoops to jump through because you don't want to just hand over every dollar that you make off of those shirts and lawsuits to the Tennessee Titans. And you don't want to be handing over more dollars than you end up making in a lawsuit with the Tennessee Titans in that instance, right? Um, And I think that because of that and that hint that was dropped in the interview with Chris Gardner, I kind of think that they saw that this could be coming, right? Now, is it dropped after the day, you know, the Monday morning after the Titans wore their uniforms because the thing didn't go as well as they wanted it to, I'm nearly positive of that, right? There were plenty of people across social media platforms, YouTube shows. Um, I want to say J.J. Wadding brought up with McAfee. Um, uh, plenty of people commented on national platforms that the Cougs did it better. The Cougs are Houston. It should belong in Houston, right? Like, And I'm sure that that got in the craw of Tennessee, right? I, I'm sure it did. I can't imagine being in that seat because, frankly, I'm glad I don't live in Tennessee. I did it. 
Um, but so many people over the colors that are just close feel silly. I mean, the Oklahoma City Thunder, I guess technically are the uh, Seattle uh, Seattle Supersonics that moved from you know Seattle. Not that was that fifteen years ago. Um, they're not suing the Seattle Storm for wearing green and yellow. Right, that's not a thing that's happening. Uh, the Steelers don't sue Iowa or the or the Pirates; they just don't. Um, the University of Texas in Arkansas don't sue Texas and Arkansas High for being the Texas Longhorns and the Arkansas Razorbacks in a like historic Texarkana-based high school football rivalry. Right? That uh, Frank, the Chiefs don't sue the Houston Texans over using the name Texans because they were originally the Dallas. Texans, right? Um, the Washington Senators were a baseball team that existed in two different times and left both times, right? Um, once to Minneapolis and once to Arlington. And neither sues the Washington Nationals over using the curse of W on their hats, even though all the teams have used it, right? Um, there was the Pelicans that were the Hornets, and then there was the Bobcats for a hot second. That all got sorted out legally, and the correct logo got back to the correct city on all of that. Um, I also think it's interesting that, like, um, as far as light blue being a Houston thing, um, this is not the first time that that's happened either. It's just the first time we're seeing a cease and desist. I mean, the Houston Rockets, as abysmal as this season was, and I don't know, I mean, maybe the deal was just no one watched that Rockets team because the games were so bad, but the 2021 Rockets team had a frequently worn light blue City Edition alternate that was... Very much oiler themed. It was light blue, had white lettering with red outlines. It was all, it, it was made to look like the Oilers' colors on a basketball uniform and said H Town across the chest. It was made to represent the city of Houston because that color means something to Houston. And yes, that team was not any good. They did sell a lot of merch with that stuff, right? Um, no lawsuit there from the Titans. Rice wore their own version and not not as well done i don't think but they wore their own version of a light blue jersey this same season as they moved to the american athletic conference having their own exciting season right um no lawsuit going their way so the question becomes is the issue really that the titans see houston as having stole their thunder it's what it feels like and do they think that houston did it well enough that it stole their thunder because it should be with houston Feels that way in a lot of ways too. I also think there's some of this that is, um, you know, everyone's out to make a buck and some people are just greedy. The same kind of greed that may lead you to, as a billionaire, not fork over any money for your own facilities. I, I mean, they were trying to put over up a quarter of it for whatever they were trying to do in the ni- mid 90s. They didn't fork over any of it for the renovation in 89. I digress. I'm not, I, I do teach history, but I'm trying to not make this just a history lesson after the way we open with so much history. Um, this is flat wrong. It's flat wrong. Um, you you can't own colors. You can't own team colors. Lots of teams wear light blue. Um, shoot, SMU's uniforms look fairly similar, right? Um, <laughs> like it's it just, it's not right. And they're just suing Houston. They're trying to get after Houston to make sure that the city stays down a little bit. Now, is this worth the fight? Is this worth putting up your Dukes for and getting after? Is this worth taking down the Adams family, putting for teed up against Adams? I want to talk about that in a moment. But first, I want to talk some about how you can put up a fight 
and go get some big wins at FanDuel because FanDuel is America's number one sports book. And right now, it is so easy to kick off your football season, if you haven't already, in the easiest possible way because new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with after winning any $5 money line bet. Money line, just the money line. $5 bet on the money line, you win, you get $150 bucks regardless of which. Like that, that's awesome, right? $150, bucks, super, super easy. Now, we're talking about Houston Pro Football the actual Houston Pro Football team, the Texans, this weekend are a three-point favorite as they host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We've seen CJ Stroud doing a Tank Dell. We've seen how that's working out. We know Tank Dell is back. I'm taking the Texans in that one. In the Houston Cougar game, they got the Houston Cougars as a three-and-a-half-point dogs in Waco. I told you, I'm telling you every week, by Friday, I'm always going to talk myself into the Houston Cougars going to win. Um so I'm obviously taking that one. As far as the money line goes, Houston is at plus 155 uh, in the Cougar game. In the Texans game, they're at uh, minus 148. I'm saying you go take both of those Houston teams. I'm telling you to do it at FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Now, is this fight worth fighting? Is it worth going toe-to-toe with the Adams family, not the scary Halloween one. It is Halloween, but not that Adams family. Is it worth going toe to toe with the Adams family over selling t shirts, over selling jerseys, over selling some blue merch in a season where you're hoping just to make a bowl game? Flatly? Yes. It absolutely is. It is for a number of reasons, but for one, and this is the overall Houston sports fan to me. I like all things Houston, not just a Cougar. I know some people that are Cougar alums are more DFW cats or more West Texas cats or maybe even Louisiana and Arkansas cats. I get it. However, Houston Pro Sports, the city of Houston, are both tied to light blue. And for what it's worth, Bud Adams is always going to be worth fighting against. Right. Um, but Adams and his kids, I should say, are always worth fighting against because they're the big bad billionaire that don't want to pay for the things, right? Houston's the fourth largest city in America, and they stuck it to the billionaire in the mid-90s. It's time to continue to stick it to him, right? Um, he he returned the favor of getting like told to not pay for it for the renovations for him by trying to take pro football out of Texas. Texas, the same state as like Friday Night Lights, Texas high school football, etc. They tried to take pro football out of Texas as a retaliation. Get bent. Now, I will say the second reason I see this, though, is probably you know bigger than that, is that uh, the uniforms and scheme are about the city. Yes, the city's culture includes this run of fun pro football and Warren Moon and Earl Campbell and a bunch of culturally relevant things that are tied to this pro sports but houston loves its sports teams right it's also tied to clutch city it's also tied to the astros it's also frankly for what it's worth tied to the comets like it's tied to a bunch of different things but the light blue aspect of this is part of it too it's the color of the city of houston's flag with a circle and a star inside it says city of houston in big letters right the Cop cars driving around. The reason the color was picked for the Love You Cougs and Love You Blue campaign, the cop cars driving around the city of Houston for large periods of its history were also light blue, not black and white, not dark blue, not the copper's car from like the British, whatever pictures you used to see back in the day. They were light blue with a thin white stripe down the side. The city responds to, connects to, and embodies this like 
combination of blues in a way that I understand not making universities primary color light blue. It is the University of Houston, red and white, fight, 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 right? But it's also, for what it's worth, a city that is represented, as Houston tries to be the university of the city, is a city that um, is represented by that light blue color, by that same history. And tying to that, right, is trying to tie to that spirit, trying to tie to that identity, trying to connect with the city as a whole, right? Are the Oilers a part of that city culture as a whole? Absolutely. Are they the only part? No, get over yourselves, Titans. That's not the only part of this, right? The Titans connecting to that history, the Titans connecting to that, the Titans and the NFL trying to sue over that connection is just them trying to connect to the same ego from the same greedy owner that tried to burn us down. Right. I can't say there's not a fight worth fighting. It's always going to be a fight worth fighting. The, but the Adams family, you know, dun, 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 the Adams family's Halloween. I keep saying that that's over and over again. They're always going to be worth fighting. They always are. And it's not minded out to fight. Frankly, it'd come down to like Tillman Fertitta versus Adams, I'm sure. And that's just big money thrown back and forth. But I will say uh, with fair confidence that when people see that uniform, when people see those colors, when people see the hat I've got on, um, when people see the shirt I've got on, when people see red, white, and blue with an uh, oil rig in the middle of it, they don't think of Tennessee. They don't think of Nashville. They don't even think of Memphis, where they actually played for two years with that logo. They think of Houston. And Houston's going to be a thing worth fighting for and make sure that we have the right connections and people connect the dots to the right places will continue to be a thing worth fighting for now if you think i've left something out if you think about this any differently or if you want to just use the comment space as a place to rip into the adams family and the titans feel free to do so comments are open down below as always thank you all so much for making locked on cougs your first listen of the day again this is a little bit of a hiccup we didn't see this coming today necessarily tomorrow we're going to be i don't know if we're going to do basketball towards baylor because we kind of want to do both on tuesday wednesday but obviously, Thursday and Friday, we got to get ready for the Baylor game this weekend. So we probably need a little bit of that Wednesday, too. I digress. All kinds of things. These Cougars all the time here at Lockdown Cougs each and every day. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. For a second listen, Lockdown Big 12 is going to tell you all about the conference we're in and what's going on, the latest around it. So make sure you go check out Drake over there. Thank you again, Lockdown Cougs, the primary Lockdown Podcast Network. That means your team and the city of Houston every day. Go Cougs.